This podcast is brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. BankInfoSecurity.com is your source for the news and views shaping security and risk management within the finance space. This month, BITS announced the creation of a new position for an executive tasked with leading cybersecurity and fraud prevention initiatives. What goals has this new vice president set for BITS in the coming year? Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. I'm here today with John Carlson, who, on December 1st, was named Executive Vice President of Fraud Prevention and Cybersecurity for BITS, the Technology Policy Division of the Financial Services Roundtable. John, cybersecurity and fraud prevention are obviously hot topics, but could you tell us a bit about the specific role you'll be playing where cybersecurity and fraud prevention for BITS are concerned? Yes, thank you, Tracy. It's a pleasure to be with you. Yes, what we've done at BITS is we've combined the cybersecurity and fraud program under my leadership, and what we're doing is taking two very strong programs that have been kind of the core uh, focus areas for BITS for many years, and we'll continue them as separate entities, but we'll find ways to collaborate where there's an intersection between security, cybersecurity issues, and fraud. Now, this is a newly created position, is that correct? Yes, it is, but it is building on two existing programs that BITS has had for many years with a lot of strong member input and a great forum for collaboration with uh, the federal government, the regulators, the uh, service provider community, and others as we strive to try to deal with the cybersecurity issues and reduce fraud in the financial services industry. And we're doing this really for the benefit of our customers, the customers of our financial institutions that are members of BITS, and uh, to ensure that we have a safe and sound banking system. Now, John, you previously worked for BITS overseeing regulatory management, security, and crisis management. Now that you've come back to BITS from Morgan Stanley, where you focused on risk management and policy standardization, what can you tell us about financial risks facing the private sector? Well, there are many risks, particularly in the technology space. Uh, The industry is certainly dealing with uh, new threats on the cyber front, also new types of fraud that are being perpetrated by fraudsters and in many cases are international uh, challenge and uh, we also are seeing some challenges with emerging technologies uh, such as the use of mobile devices, social media, cloud computing and of course there's always the reliance on third-party providers so ensuring uh, strong controls over overseeing those third-party providers has been an ongoing uh, challenge for the industry. And last but certainly not least has been an increasing regulatory environment in which uh, new rules, new requirements, uh, stronger oversight by the financial regulators and others ensuring that financial institutions are operating in, in a safe and sound manner. Now, your previous roles include regulatory experience, and this perspective gives you some insight about regulatory compliance and perhaps some of the concerns regulators are and will be focused on. From an ACH and online fraud perspective, John, what do you expect to be focal points for regulators in the coming year? I think in the coming year, they'll be focusing on uh, ensuring that institutions are implementing uh, or responding to the FFIEC, that's the Federal Financial Institutions Examination Council, guidance on authentication, which was updated uh, earlier this year and will require institutions to continue to strengthen their authentication programs, including those programs covering uh, automated clearinghouse transactions. I think closely related to that is, has been a concern that the industry and the regulators have had with respect to fraud in the uh, in various channels, 
including ACH and account takeover, uh, which has been an issue for the industry, and the industry has been working hard to respond to it. And what role will BITS play in addressing some of those risks? Well, our future focus uh, going into next year is going to be a combination of developing some best practices papers uh, for our member companies to uh, address issues in the fraud space from mortgage fraud to remote deposit capture uh, to looking at social media and how that's being used in new ways to perpetrate fraud. Uh, we'll also continue to collaborate with a lot of different parties in order to solve different issues. Uh, there is also our leadership in a council called the Financial Services Sector Coordinating Council, which BITS has been a founding member and very active over the last 10 years, and that is in, in, in areas of cybersecurity to improve information sharing around cyber threats and events, as well as some long-term research and development initiatives to improve identity proofing so that we have greater confidence and people that are doing business with financial institutions or even people that are customers of financial institutions. So there's a, a lot of different initiatives that BITS is involved in that both the security and the fraud team as well as others within uh, the BITS community, including the regulation and, and some of the supplier risk groups, are going to be focusing on in order to uh, reduce fraud and to try to make the cybersecurity environment uh, more secure. Now, you've mentioned the FFIEC guidance, and you've also talked about some of the public-private partnerships, but I wanted to go back to ask a little bit more about the regulatory perspective. Can the industry expect more cybersecurity and fraud prevention mandates in the coming year? I think the regulators currently have a tremendous amount of authority and, and have issued a great deal of guidance and regulations in the cybersecurity supplier risk, uh, of identity theft, and fraud areas. So they currently have a very strong foundation of existing rules and supervisory guidance. I think the, the focus going forward is probably going to be more along the implementation and the constantly um, uh, updating of the risk assessments as those risks change and ensuring that finance institutions are following through and making adjustments to their programs. I think there will also be a broader effort that you'll see throughout the government working with BITS and, and financial institutions and, and others in the private sector to enhance uh, information sharing, uh, to develop some standards, uh, common standards around breach notification um, and other areas including research and development um, and, and uh, other proposals that are currently being debated in the U.S. Congress. So I think the regulators working with the Homeland Security Department, uh, the Congress, and the industry, we will be working very hard over the next year or two to try to develop some rules, some new uh, new capabilities in order to mitigate some of the cybersecurity and fraud-related issues. And I think that's part of the challenge of what we're, we're trying to do. Uh, to, the challenge that we're dealing with is that we have what we call a ecosystem um, that we all use in the cyber environment, and there are a lot of threats in that environment, and, and our approach is to try to address as many of those threats as we possibly can through collaboration and best practices, and, and if we need to develop new rules and requirements, then we'll work in partnership with our, our government uh, officials to try to develop rules that make sense and, and solve the problem. And how do you expect to help financial institutions as they outline plans for cybersecurity and fraud prevention in 2012? 
Well, we do that through a number of means. Uh, one of them is we provide uh, many forums for discussion uh, in which we bring in uh, key people that will help us solve these different problems. Uh, another area is through the development of best practices uh, and strategies for how we will solve issues. Uh, another is to target uh, particular industries where we know we need to work in partnership and to structure collaborations in a way that is going to solve the problem, or at least identify the problem and work in a, in a way where we could try to solve it, given that we may come from different perspectives. And then last, uh, which I think has been a hallmark a bit, is a constant collaboration uh, with uh, regulators and other government officials around trying to solve these problems, not in a lobbying context, but in the context of here's an issue, here's a threat, what's the most productive way for us to work in partnership to solve this problem? Uh, and I think that partnership has been very helpful for both the government as well as the private sector uh, to, uh, to, to solve some of these problems. And the, the challenges continue. I mean, as technology advances forward and, and people use new technologies um, and the world becomes a more global um, uh, marketplace, uh, we realize we've got new issues we've got to deal with, either on an international level uh, or at a local level. And so that's what's unique about BITS is it provides uh, a forum for talking about those issues and trying to solve them. Uh, and, of course, we're representing financial services, so we have a certain perspective. But uh, that's really what the BITS was founded for and what we're continuing to do. And, John, this is probably a loaded question, but I'm going to go ahead and position it anyway. Where do you see most financial institutions missing the mark where fraud prevention is concerned? I think the challenge is, you know, this, this dynamic of, you know, trying to follow the market, meeting customer needs, customer demands, and then making sure there's strong controls that, that follow it. So oftentimes there'll be a push to move into a new technology, a new market, a new, a new uh, way to deliver products and services without necessarily having uh, all the, the, the necessary controls in place to, to manage the risk. I think that's just been an ongoing challenge in the technology space, and I think the financial services industry uh, is in a position where we have a tremendous amount of, of liability and uh, reputation you know, risk that we have to manage. Uh, and so that's an ongoing issue, and, and certainly the regulators understand that, and they put a lot of pressure and, and are conducting examinations of finance institutions to make sure they have adequate uh, controls in place. Now, when we talk about risks, we often talk about online security, but I wanted to ask about other channels, such as the mobile channel, the ATM, the branch, and even the call center. What vulnerabilities do you see in those channels, and how will you be addressing those vulnerabilities in the coming year? Well, in the past, we've issued uh, a, a number of papers on, on things having to do with um, uh, mortgage fraud, um, ACH-type fraud, uh, and we'll continue to update those types of papers to help our members you know, manage those types of risk. Um, we'll also continue to look forward in terms of how mobile devices are being used, uh, how social media is being used in, in a way to provide financial institutions of uh, financial services, that is, or advice or other types of uh, services that, that customers are demanding. Um, and so we'll have to look for ways that fraudsters are, are manipulating systems or weaknesses in the systems and try to uh, find ways to address them. Uh, one of the longstanding issues we've been 
working on is, as I mentioned earlier, is trying to improve the identity proofing process of knowing who your customer is. That's a regulatory requirement. It's really a necessity in terms of uh, managing a, a program that uh, is not rife with fraud. And uh, we'll continue to try to work with the government and other parties to figure out uh, ways to improve the identity proofing process, particularly in situations where you may never actually meet your customer face-to-face. -face. Uh, it'll be done online, and you have to rely on uh, government-issued credentials uh, or other documents to validate who a person is. So that's just one example of where we'll continue to work with the government partners and others to try to solve uh, a very difficult problem in the cyberspace arena. And talking about knowing your customer and perhaps device identification would, would touch on that a bit. You mentioned emerging technology, and I wanted to ask about mobile because it is, of course, a growing area of concern. How focused over the next year will BITS be on fraud prevention that touches the mobile channel? I think we'll continue to stay uh, closely focused on mobile. Uh, BITS had uh, convened a number of different forums over the years, including one uh, a conference last year. And we're in the process of, of writing up a paper that looks at the landscape and the mobile environment where there are potential vulnerabilities. And I, th and I think that will drive future work in terms of how we will go about mitigating some of those vulnerabilities. So right now we're in what I would regard as the research stage in terms of understanding the landscape, how the landscape is evolving very rapidly, and then we'll drive towards trying to mitigate some of the risks once we understand what they are. And, John, before we close, what final advice could you offer to financial institutions where cybersecurity and fraud prevention are concerned? I would, my advice is to continue to make the investment that uh, institutions are making in strengthening security and uh, fraud programs. I think uh, one of the best ways for us to tackle the challenges and, and, and some of the problems that we're dealing with today and in the future is through this collaboration. Uh, including uh, hopefully uh, very pragmatic, um, flexible approaches that the regulators will continue to to sanction as we move forward, and hopefully to make progress on the work that we're doing with the government and other officials to uh, to solve some of these problems uh, in the cyber ecosystem, um, and that includes working with the internet service providers, working with law enforcement, uh, and and hopefully strengthening some of those partnerships that we have today. John, I want to thank you again for your time today. Thank you very much, Tracy. It was a pleasure to join you today. Again, we've just heard from John Carlson of BITS. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy King. This podcast has been brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.BankInfoSecurity.com.